Hello everyone, welcome back to Apps. Woohoo! Anything but sports. Today we have a new co-host, David Gomez. And we have a yeah. new guest, Connor Worthy. Welcome, Connor. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> so, Connor, I want I want you to walk us through or walk the listeners through how you know both myself and David and how you ended up on the podcast today. Okay, so I'll start with David because I met him first. So we were freshmen um, at Asbury and it was during welcome week where I, I saw David, you know, around a little bit of campus and I was like, oh, that guy looks cool, but he low-key intimidated me just because he had that long hair and he had like these really cool vibes. So I was like, ah, I don't want to mess with that guy. I don't, I don't know. He's, he's too cool for me. But one day I didn't have anyone to sit with whenever I went to lunch and I just sat with David and the people that he was with at his table. And I didn't speak with David that whole time until um, he started, I don't know if you were singing or if you were, I think you were doing the beat, like you were drumming on the table to to Eminem's Without Me. You're like, da 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 And I was like, hey, and I started rapping to it. You know, I just sang along with you. And we were both, yeah, I know, we both just kind of started doing it and that, that was how I met David and we just became friends from that point on and. And then with John, um, with you, John, <laughs> that was uh, radio production. With actually, David was in that class too, that's right? right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's where I met John, and I didn't know anything about John, but I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell us how you thought of me when you when you first. Okay, uh, so saw me. no, I didn't necessarily like John when I first when I first saw him. <laughs> And tell us I the reason, know. Connor. Tell me, tell me what the reason was. You were talking with one of my friends. It wasn't David. It was someone else in that class. And I was just like, "Who is that guy?" Like, I just, I don't know what it was. It was just like, I don't, I don't know how I feel about him. So I just kind of had this negative feeling about you from that point. But until the day that I actually started talking to you, I was like, "Oh, this guy's so cool." I never look back after that. I don't, I don't hate you anymore, man. Just, just know that. Well, thank you, Connor. I think those are the best friends that sometimes start like that. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, hated each other, and then, and right. then they love each other. So, Connor, you have the distinct privilege of being our first guest who currently does not have even a toe dipped into the realm of production or media. However, wow. you you have been kind of thoroughly within that realm before. So why don't yes. you take us through your uh, kind of career path, maybe starting from graduating college until now. So graduating college, you know, right during the pandemic, right as that started, you know, we were sent home and my home was in Texas. So everyone else stayed up in Kentucky. I think for the most part, everyone stayed up there. Um, and I was just far away from everyone I knew. And for the viewers out there, Texas is not very very much known for film production, TV production. Um, that's pretty much going to be, you know, LA, Atlanta, a few other cities here and there, but not really in Texas. So I kind of just, just strayed away from that because I didn't have any outlet to, to pursue that down here, but I am looking in the future to continue that. I've still, I still write. Um, I still do some, 
side things here and there with a couple other guys from, from Asbury, but yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. But what do you do right now? What's your profession? I am a real estate agent in Texas. And when did you get into that? That was uh, that was a while ago. That was like maybe two years ago is when I officially like, you know, enrolled in the classes. And I took the class pretty much the latest date I could because I didn't feel like I was ready. You know, I was like, oh, if I take the class, I'm not going to pass the test and, you know, I'm not going to get my license. But I eventually did all that, took the test and passed it and then signed with a, a brokerage a little bit later. Well, before you were a real estate agent, what were you doing? Because you were um, you were working in media before you were doing real yes, estate. Yes, that's right. I, I, I did. I kind of forgot about that. But I was a um, cam operator, camera operator on two different television stations here in Lubbock. It was first KMAC, and no, no, it was first KLBK, and then it was KMAC. So I switched stations about a month into the job because they wanted me somewhere else, but. Yeah, it was great, honestly. Yeah, it was really cool. You know, it's 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 similar in a way to live t- TV in the fact that, like, you know, you're moving the cameras around the set. There's multiple – there's two different cameras. So um, I wasn't, like, completely just thrown into it. I kind of knew a thing or two from what we learned at, at school. So it was good, though. I was there for a little over a year, and then I just decided I wanted to do real estate and really pursue that. Is that nine to five? No, that was that was weird. So, you know, with with news, there's the morning shows and the evening shows, right? So for the most part, I did the evening shows, which were there was a five o'clock show and there was a ten o'clock show, and they're both about an hour long. So I would be there from about four to six ish, maybe six thirty, and then I'd take a break because they they wouldn't let you stay there you know they didn't want to pay you for that time that you weren't doing anything so you had to leave and then you came back for the 10 o'clock show and you stayed till about usually like 11 45 and it was six days a week you only got one day off but but then you have the whole morning off yeah exactly so there there was a good amount of freedom with with that you know the whole morning i i, I didn't have to start working until four so that's the perfect yeah. gig i uh, see i started to resent it actually because you know, you get so used to whenever you're in college and stuff, all your all the fun stuff happens at night. You know, you're hanging out with your friends, you're going to see movies. You don't you can't really do that when you work in, in T V, at least when you do the evening show. So So here's here's my question that uh, kinda has to deal with that, Connor. You you graduated college with a degree in film production. You moved to Texas because you were sent home due to COVID. And you started working in media. And then a few years down the line, you said, you know what? I'm done with this. Let's go into real estate. So that obviously is a pretty massive switch in career path. <laughs> so what kind of triggered that? Or like what what made you say, was it the resentment that you had from not having your nights? Or was it something a little bit larger maybe that uh, made you want to switch? It definitely wasn't solely the the resentment from the nights, you know, like if I was loving what I was doing at that TV station, you know, if it was everything I wanted, my dream job, it nights wouldn't matter to me, you know, it'd be what I want to do. So what I really found was that I wasn't able to get to where I wanted when I was working at that station. The money wasn't good enough to stay and it just wasn't what I wanted to do. And I couldn't, it wasn't like a, a catapult to becoming a writer, you know, becoming 
successful in the industry, in the film industry, which is what ultimately I do want to do. Um, a lot of people were kind of confused when I told them that I was going to start in real estate. And it makes sense, you know, it's like I've shown almost no, no warning signs for that. And I'm just one day like, hey, I'm a realtor now. So I get it. But at the same time, it's like, here's a way where I can work a lot, make good money. You know, if you really work, and you have a lot of connections. Um, I can make those connections with a lot of people. And but I can also come home, write, you know, work on different projects that, you know, either with my friends, without my friends, whatever. Um, I can try to get in that way, but while also doing something that I've also found to like, you know, I think realtor being a realtor is really, it's, it's, a, it's different than I thought, but it's definitely rewarding in, in a lot of ways. So it's kind of like juggling two different things, but the end goal is still film production and to be able to write and direct my own stuff. Yeah. For me, it's hard to do that. Cause like, even with the job, I, I'm basically kind of in the same boat. I was going to, I wanted to, and still want to be a creative, but I'm doing leasing, I'm a leasing agent, leasing apartments. But, and I told myself, oh yeah, I'll go home and ride and I'll go home mm-hmm. and do all that stuff. But I haven't, you know, it's like you get home and you're tired and you don't do it. And then there's just so many other things. And this is your main job right now. And it's like, right. yeah, I don't know. I said I was going to do it and I haven't because I, this is what I'm doing right now, you know? Yeah. And, and I don't know, I just, I choose one thing and focus on it. And if it's not something where I'm being crazy creative or media, then I'm not going to be doing creativity. I mean, I don't know what you think about that. Like, have you actually gotten home and written? Have you actually done that? And do you, do you see yourself like ever, if that keeps going, would you see like, oh, I'm going to now not be a realtor because I, I like, I got enough money from it or something. And then like, right. going to do Cause like, right. Uh, no, you know, I, I wouldn't want to like, let's say I, you know, I get my footing really good in real estate, you know, I'm making a good amount of money. I'm also able to write and do all that. And then I have this opportunity to go out and, you know, direct a movie, whatever, you know, write a movie, whatever. Um, I wouldn't juggle real estate at that point. I don't think, I think I would switch gears completely because at the end of the day, it's, it's my dream to, you know to be creative, just like what you said, and pursue that. I would, I mean, I, maybe I'd still keep my license, you know, if one of you guys were like, hey man, I'm looking for a house, but all right, let me help you, you know? <laughs> like, you know, I, I'd still have the opportunity, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't be my, my goal at all. Something that a lot of people that we've talked to on the podcast uh, have mentioned that sometimes it doesn't really make it into the final cut is when we talk about relationships, they will always uh, mention that, film and TV, working in the industry, typically will take away time from forming relationships, whether that's from, or with like a family member or maybe a friend or, you know, a potential partner. So, Connor, you were, remind me, you were dating Courtney when you were working at the news station, right? Yes. Okay, so did you ever, even though this is like kind of, the news station is more of a controlled setting. It's not like you were there 20 hours a day. Um, and your life wasn't completely controlled by it, but did you ever encounter like any rough spots where it was like, bro, I really wish I did not have to work right now, especially because you were working nights. Was that ever an issue that you, uh, you marched into? Oh yeah. Like that, that's where a lot of the resentment with that time, that time frame came from, you know, cause, um, at that time, Courtney was 
pretty much the only person I had would spend my free time with. Um, I didn't really hang out with friends or do too much um, here in Lubbock. So I she would be like, hey, you know, my friends are having this get-together um, tonight. You want to come? And I'm like, no, I can't. I have work. Or um, she'd be like, hey, will you come to this uh, dinner with, with me and a couple other people? Or she just want to have a date night with me, you know, whatever. But it would really it would take up all of our nights except for that one night a week where we would and you you better believe man I was with her that one night a week that I that I wasn't working so but yeah it, it definitely it hindered that aspect of our relationship a little bit so that's hard though in film like it, it, it is going to take up a lot of your time so I don't I don't know how that that's going to go in the future but because I know she has several like night shows and stuff did you ever miss one of her plays or something no, luckily, because I was out of the, I was out of KMAC and KOBK at that time. But I definitely, I would have had to, I would have had to miss a lot of her stuff unless I got off work. But you may not. But Connor, do you have any advice to people who are trying to balance relationships with working in the media field? I mean, it's simple advice. So bear with me, but just make and make an intentional effort. And make sure that is known to your partner. Like, hey, um, at this time where I know I'm going to have this time available, even if it, you know, hey, like, I would love to spend that time with my friends. Or I'd love to, you know, play video games, watch a movie, do something else. I'm going to spend this time with you. You know, like, try to be intentional with any bit of time that you can with your partner. You know, because I think if they see that and they know that you're making that time, I think that, that'll that'll help a lot. Because what, what people mostly want I think, at least in my in my case, is they want you know effort. They want to be shown that hey, like this person's trying for me. Yeah. How how did you show intentional effort while you were working I at the news station? I didn't. Not to <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, that can be true, and you can hey, we make mistakes, and that can be. I've had parts yeah. in my relationship that's now five years where I dropped the ball and you know was not loving her for two months or something you know like <laughs> right yeah no, no but i mean i i think i say like i i did it pretty well actually because you know remember that that about hour and a half break that i had that i told you guys about in between shows evening shows i usually went to go see her at that time and that was our designated time of the day that i would spend with her obviously it didn't happen every day but that, that was pretty much that that effort so, Connor, since graduating, what is one thing, one big thing that you have either learned or one big way that you have seen yourself grow? My independence, I would say. Um, How so? When I moved down here, I didn't have, I didn't have a single friend, you know, outside of my family. I didn't know anyone. So, I, you know, at that time, I didn't even know Courtney when I just moved down here. Um, and it, I mean, there were times where, you know, it, it can get lonely. So, but I find that at least at that time, you know, if you can work on yourself and just try to improve that part of you, you know, you don't need to be dependent on other people to bring you happiness or I never really realized that until I left like all my friends. I left you guys. I didn't see you anymore. Um, I didn't have anyone when I came down here. So I just kind of. And at first I struggled with that, man. Like it was hard because I, I didn't know what to do. 
like I, I didn't have anyone to hang out with. I couldn't just text like, hey, you want to go see this movie? You know, like it was just me. Like, I mean, I guess if I wanted to with my family, but I didn't really do that too much because, you know, family's family. But I think just that dependence, I really learned from that just to become more dependent in who I am. Like I can go see a movie by myself and be fine. Do you feel like you learned that moving down here? From Oof, no. Because I had Katie. So I never had to do that, like, literally. But I've thought about it, like, oh, that... I mean, I think I had the time. I The thing is, I would go out exploring and, like, see people and find people to hang out with, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, right. but I've never been like that. But, but I'm Latino. We do things in in groups. But um, Very but, true. But I've definitely... Here, I've definitely grown in my independence, for sure. And yeah. I enjoy, like... There's one Saturday that I was just kind of out and about by myself all day without Katie, just because of circumstance, and it was fun. I was just kind of wandering around, didn't have much to do, and like, but yeah, and sometimes I'm like, not, not, I, I never envy it though, but I, I, I think it would be, it would have been fun or would be fun to like, I'm just going to go watch a movie by myself, date night by myself, mm-hmm. and it's dope. Right. But then I'm like, I don't know, it's just so much more fun with Katie. So... And I like it. <clears throat> I'm glad you brought that up, just the, the culture difference. Mm-hmm. Because I have a friend who lives in Brazil currently. And uh, when I moved to Chicago, I was telling him, like, I mean, it was a very similar situation, Connor, to where you are or where you were. You know, I was up there by myself, essentially. Mm. And yep. I was telling him, like, yeah, like, I moved straight from this massive community to this place where I'm virtually by myself. And he was like, What? What are you doing? Like, that is such a huge, like, <laughs> cultural difference. So, to hear you say that. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know, like, you know, it's another question for David. Do you, do you feel like you've, like, transitioned into the, like, American way of, of independence as opposed to having a, a family unit or, you know, at least some type of unit around you at almost all times? Yeah, that's a great question. I've thought about it a lot, and I don't know. I like being independent, and so I think that I love. Yeah, that I can hear it's so safe, and you can go out in your car and literally go anywhere. You know, I could go to North Carolina and back in a day if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know. It just feels like it's not that way down there. Everything takes more preparation, or. There's such ease of things. You go to Walmart, buy something, pay for it. Like, right. Uh, and the self-checkout, yeah. you you know, you can do it by yourself. And, like, I've gotten so much quicker, too. Just efficient. Mm-hmm. This isn't about me. This is about Connor, though. All right. Let's, let's wrap it up. And remember this. <clears throat> Before I ask, I want to let you know that this does not necessarily have to pertain to your work. It can uh, also pertain to just your personal life. Um, what is your definition of success and how has it changed over let's say from the start of college success now to me is just being happy i think and i guess it's a little bit more it's being happy and for me it's you know tying it into the religion as or to jesus spreading that word that's to me that's success if i can balance both of those things um I think that it doesn't matter how much money I make or where I am in life. I think that will make me happy. 
Um, but to answer the second part of your question, I think before when I was at, you know, when I was a student and doing all that, I think success was more of a film. You know, I need to make it in film. I need to have have a number one movie, you know, in the world or in the box office. I need to have a script that wins an Oscar, you know. But I think now that would obviously be cool. You know, who wouldn't want to win an award for for what they did? But that just it just doesn't matter to me as much anymore. You know, like I want to be happy, and I want to I want to talk about God. I think that's that's really how I would define success. Do you think that as it stands right now that you are successful? I I think I I am. I think I have a lot further to go though to like I can go further. You know, like I'm I'm good now, but I'm not where I want to be. Um which doesn't mean I'm not successful, you know. Um you can still be successful and and achieve more. So that that's kind of where what I think. I I want to get further in real estate. I want to get further in film. And I definitely want to get further with God. So, you know, there, there's more road for me to walk. What is one word that you would give to describe this conversation? I think fulfilling is how I would put it. Like, in a lot of different ways. You guys are some of my best friends. And getting to hear from you again and just talk with you about important things i wasn't honestly expecting that i thought we were gonna you were gonna throw me some some crazy zany questions about you know whatever um but there, there was a lot of deep you know meaningful topics that we hit so which is cool i, I think i would sum it up with fulfilling connor thanks so much for your time love you thank you i love you guys too for those listening at home thank you for your time i have been your first host john bowling and I am your second host, David <laughs> David Gomez. And I am your third host, Connor Worthy. Connor Worthy. <laughs> and we will see you in the next episode. Peace, Peace guys. At John B's tape. Goodbye.